This is A to Z with Mark Zinno, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, and it starts now. Good afternoon. Welcome to A to Z here on Locked On Sports Atlanta, where today I tell you it will probably get worse before it gets better. Welcome in. We are live here on this Tuesday. Once again, coming to you guys from uh, the lovely parental home uh, on Long Island, New York, as I continue a, a quasi-vacation here with the family. Appreciate you guys hanging along with me here this week. Make sure you give us a follow on Twitter at Mark Zinno and at Locked On ATL. This segment brought to you by our good friends at Blue Nile. Com. We've got a lot to get to here coming up on today's show, including some more notes on the Falcons and the Braves as they get set to start a series with the Philadelphia Phillies. Even some NBA news here today that kind of, uh, well, last night had a scratch in our head a little bit, at least the wording of the whole thing. But want to start today with the hearing and the NFL hearing of Deshaun Watson and where we're going to go with this, we touched on this a little bit yesterday, and what we know as of this morning um, and the time that I'm recording this is that the NFL is starting their hearing with Deshaun Watson. But we also find out now that the Houston Texans are involved to a certain extent. One of the lawsuits filed uh, in this whole mess that Deshaun Watson has created alleges that the Houston Texans enabled the behavior of Deshaun Watson that they knew about what he was doing to a certain extent. They knew about the massages that he was booking and that they had, they were somehow complicit in all of this um, in, in, to a certain extent that we don't know. Now in the big picture, what does this do for the NFL case and where are they? As I said yesterday on the show, if you missed it again, you can go back and listen to it on our YouTube channel or wherever you get your podcast search locked on sports Atlanta. But what I said yesterday was that I think the suspension will be indefinite because the NFL wants the time and the ability to see how this plays out in a civil court, plays out in the public eye, and plays out across all the legal spectrum that is out there. And this does throw a little bit of a wrench into their works. Now, not as much as it does to suspend Deshaun Watson, but they're going to have to do further investigation to figure out the length that the Texans are culpable in this whole thing. And those are connected, but they don't have to be from a punishment standpoint. Even without this lawsuit that puts the Houston Texans in it, we know Deshaun Watson should be suspended, right? Like there is no denying that much, that he certainly has done enough to warrant a lengthy suspension by the NFL. Um, as I said before, and I'll say it again repeatedly, the best case scenario Deshaun Watson is the creepiest dude in America who you want nowhere near any female that you ever met, period. That's the best case scenario. The worst case scenario is he's a serial predator who needs to be in, bar be in jail and behind bars for a very, very long time. So all that being said, um, I expect suspension to be indefinite because, again, the NFL can let the civil suits play out. And if he gets nailed to the, you know, thrown the book at and then all these civil suits and everything, it sort of allows the NFL to spend longer. Uh, and if they get thrown out or they get adjudicated and it ends up that he's not guilty in all of them, they can shorten the suspension by putting a time frame on it. It, it, it kind of handcuffs the NFL a little bit. So they'll leave it open-ended by saying indefinite and he can reapply apply for reinstatement in X amount of time. 
Uh, and, and that's actually fairly smart by the NFL to do so. Now, what does the NFL have to do with the Houston Texans? Uh, and what the lawsuit alleges is pretty descriptive. Uh, and I'm going to get to that here in just a second. But first, a word from our friends at Blue Nile and BlueNile.com. To pop the question, we're celebrating a milestone moment. Find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. You can celebrate all of life's special moments from creating custom engagement rings of her dreams to gifting a classic timeless piece of jewelry and prices you won't find at a traditional jeweler. And if you're looking for help with Blue Nile, they have jewelry experts on hand 24-7, available via phone or chat to help you find the memorable gift for every budget. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. Locked on sports listeners get 50% off purchases of $500 or more. This includes engagement. Use the code Locked On. That's code locked on. Plus, every order is insured free, is insured rather, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress free and find your forever piece. Go to bluenile.com today. Okay, so here is the deal with the Houston Texans and where they are in all of this. Okay, and this one lawsuit that is out there is actually very descriptive, and I'm getting this from ESPN.com in case you wanted to read it for yourself. But what had happened was that there was a specific salon that the Texans have sort of contracted to um, to do massages for Watson um, and that they had known about Watson's habit of seeking multiple massages with strangers that he'd met on Instagram. And one of the so the salon owner, her name is Joni or Johnny Han, uh, complained to the Texans that Watson was seeking out unqualified strangers for message for massages via Instagram. They're concerned to the Texas that Watson was putting himself in danger of contracting COVID or getting himself sued. And Watson continued to do this behavior. And, and, and the woman had even mentioned that she had known that some of her masseuses were involved in sexual relationships with Watson. So that means the Texans knew all this. And the fact that the Texans knew all this means to a certain extent they at least could have done something to stop it or to curtail it or to at least bring to his attention, hey, this can't go on any longer. Like there's a lot of different ways the Texans could have taken action as opposed to, you know, oh, doing nothing and letting this go on. And furthermore, depending on how all this shakes out, if it finds out that Watson, even after the Texans had found out about it, even if they did say stop it, and he continued to do it, and the Texans did, did, did nothing to prevent that from happening, they're once again culpable. So this could get ugly for the Texans uh, and, and the McNairs as far as the ownership is concerned. They're in a bad way already from a football standpoint. The last thing they needed was more of this. Part of the reason they traded Deshaun Watson was to get away from all this crap and not have to deal with it. And now it's coming back full circle for them, and uh, it, it's going to get ugly. And I'm sure as more and more details come out, and again, it's only Tuesday morning here, but I'm sure as more and more details come out that we're going to find out more and more that Watson uh, and the Texans are, are going to come out really poorly on this. Uh, and how much the NFL wants to sweep a lot of this under the rug and how much they want to, much similar to the Ray Rice thing, like, you know, the Ravens got away with it, right? The Ravens knew. They knew what happened. They saw the video. It, there's no way you can convince me otherwise. Uh, and 
you know, the Ravens never actually got punished for any of it, uh, from hiding it from the NFL. Let's see if the NFL learns from it and now will punish a team for going the extra lengths to keep something away from the NFL that clearly causes a black eye for the NFL. So, uh, yeah, a lot of things to develop in this case. All right, coming up next, uh, we live in a very strange world, but only is it a strange world where it's a tough decision to take $37 million. I'll explain that next right here on A to Z on Locked On Sports Atlanta, free on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast, search Locked On Sports Atlanta. We'll be right back. Welcome back to A to Z here on Locked On Sports Atlanta, free on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast, search Locked On Sports Atlanta. This segment brought to you by our good friends at betonline.net. And speaking of uh, betting, uh, it's legal in the state of New York and New Jersey, but not here in Georgia. Did you guys see the uh, the renderings of the uh, sports book they're going to put in Wrigley Field? Wow. I mean, talk about gorgeous. And I mean, absolutely gorgeous. Uh, every stadium, every arena should have something like that. A hundred percent. And as soon as they legalize it here, Governor Kemp, um, I could totally envision something like that at the battery in Truist Park. It's It would be amazing. Imagine if you can't get tickets to the game or don't even want to go into the game to be right there in the battery at a sports book, watching it, drinking, enjoying it, celebrating, betting on it, all that stuff coming together in one fail swoop. Uh, that's just, you know, we need, we need to catch up with the times here, Georgia. I, I can't say it enough, uh, Governor Kemp. I know you're listening because you're a big fan of A to Z here on Locked On Sports Atlanta. So I fully expect that as soon as uh, all this election stuff is over, that you will uh, you'll legalize gambling just for me. Thanks. Appreciate it. Speaking of Locked On Sports Atlanta, check out all the great shows we got here. Of course, there's A to Z. You're hitting hard with John Chuckery, ATL Day Ones with Jarvis Davis, and Tanisha Batiste. Don't forget about our Braves postcast, Locked On Falcons, Locked On Hawks, all that right here. And make sure you subscribe and like to our YouTube channel on Locked On Sports Atlanta. Okay. Uh, it is tough times. It's a tough world. And we all live in a very tough world. But um, it's really, really poor form for you to make the concept of, you know, taking $36.5, $37 million uh, and make it something that was a incredibly tough decision. That's what Kyrie Irving did. He opted into his $36.5 million deal with the Brooklyn Nets, or at least that's what he told the Athletic yesterday. And uh, his quote, and this is Price's, quote, normal people keep the world going, but those who dare to be different lead us into tomorrow. I've made my decision to opt in, see you in the fall, A11 even. Yes, Kyrie, you're daring to be different by taking $36.5 million. How brave of you. Way to go way over the top, Kyrie. I love it. I mean, come on. Um, like, and, and, and the funny part about all this is that he had a list of teams that he wanted to be signed and traded to, right? He wanted that whole deal to go through. Uh, and nobody's really interested in Kyrie, which is weird. Um, yes, Kyrie comes with a ton of baggage, a ton of baggage, off-the-court stuff, moodiness, just weird opinions, everything else. Like, I, I get it. You know, Kyrie comes with all of that, and it's not a lot of fun. Um, but he's also a guy that this year, when he did play, like, scored 40 points in four separate games over the span of, like, eight games, including a 60-point outburst. 
against Orlando. Uh, I know that, and I remember well because I backed the Nets that night. Um, so he's got still got that level of game. And look, and he's a guy, even though he only played 29 games last year, uh, still averaged over 27 points a game. And, and he still is an elite talent and one of the best players in this league. But since they couldn't find a deal for him, well, if he opts out, he doesn't have anywhere to go, right? Like he might not get $36.5 million. So the natural decision, I know it was daring to be different, Kyrie. The natural decision was to opt in and, you know, stay with a team that you're currently on. Oh, God, how, how crazy is it that you did that? Now, this actually does affect the Atlanta Hawks. I'll tell you how here in a moment. I want to remind you that BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your sports betting needs and sports information. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including Major League Baseball. And BetOnline, your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, live betting, esports scores. And BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net, the fastest, easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf, head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. Bet online where the game starts. Okay, so Kyrie Irving now stays with the Brooklyn Nets. And how does this affect the Atlanta Hawks? Well, again, that is a team right now uh, with a healthy Kevin Durant and a healthy Kyrie uh, and a, even a question mark Ben Simmons, but still... With everybody else they got there, Seth Curry, um, Patty Mills, and, and, and Andre Drummond, that's a better team than the Hawks right now. That's a better roster than the Hawks right now. Talked about the Hawks being objectively the sixth best team. So you have Miami, Philadelphia, Milwaukee, Boston, Brooklyn, Toronto. I mean, right there is kind of where you draw the line, and that puts the Hawks at seven. Right? I think that's fair. You want to argue that the Hawks are better than Toronto? I tell you, Toronto's still better defensively. They're a lot better defensively, and that's, sometimes that's enough to win. Um, you know, it, it's Charlotte, Cleveland that are all sort of coin flips with the Hawks. But this, if you were a Hawks fan, you were kind of hoping that Kyrie Irving jumped ship and went to the, the Western Conference. That makes the job in the East a little bit easier without Kyrie. Now things are a little bit tougher. Once again, and oh, by the way, I'm not 100% sure what the Hawks are going to get in return, but you're about to trade away one of your best pieces. I know that bothers people when I say that John Collins is one of the Hawks' best pieces, but flatly and objectively he is. But by all accounts, the Hawks are about to trade him away to somebody else. What they're going to get in return, does that just take Brooklyn? Does that make them better than Brooklyn? For all of Brooklyn's flaws and faults and challenges and problems and everything else, Whatever the Hawks get in return, name it right now. Think about it. Name it right now. Name the player that makes the Hawks better than Brooklyn. Because whatever they've been bandied about out there, and even DeAndre Ayton, does DeAndre Ayton make the Hawks better than Brooklyn? Not if it's a healthy KD and a healthy Kyrie. Um, that's a whole different ball of wax. And I know the Hawks beat that team at the end of the year last year, but, you know, uh, this was a Nets team that had a whole different set of issues than everybody else in the league. Next year, they won't have that. Next year, Kyrie Irving can play in as many games in every state and every city and every arena across America. So there shouldn't be any real 
issues with uh, the Nets being better than what they were last year. Are the Nets likely to be a play-in team tournament again next year? I would doubt it. I would doubt it. But find me the player again, whatever the Hawks trade, that makes them better than the Brooklyn Nets with Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and everybody else. And oh, by the way, they possibly could still have Ben Simmons playing for them, and most likely will. So that's right now a better roster. When you trade away John Collins, I don't think there's a player you're going to get that has been talked about. Rudy Gobert, DeAndre Ayton, whoever else it was that makes the Hawks better. And that's certainly trouble. Coming up next, now that the Braves have gotten Freddie Freeman in the rearview mirror, what's in front of them and how do they get there? We'll take a look at the schedule coming up next right here on A to Z on Locked On Sports Atlanta, free on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts, search Locked On Sports Atlanta. More to come. Stay with us. Welcome back to A to Z here on Locked On Sports Atlanta, free on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Search Locked On Sports Atlanta. Final segment of the show brought to you by our friends at Rock Auto. And before we get to life after Freddie Freeman for the Atlanta Braves, it's now time for Shuffles of Wisdom. Brace yourselves because it's time for the Shovel of Wisdom. Yeah, you know how we do it every day. We love to whack somebody upside the head, set them straight with a shovel of wisdom. You can do so at Mark Zeno on Twitter. Just use the hashtag shovel of wisdom. And today my shovel goes to Le'Veon Bell and Adrian Peterson. You know, when you say the name Adrian Peterson, Le'Veon Bell, the first thing that theoretically should pop in your head is NFL Hall of Fame. Both of them were done being running backs in the NFL. Both of them had very prolific careers. I don't know if they're both in. Peterson will get in. Peterson definitively will get in. Uh, Bell might be a question mark. But nonetheless, we're getting a shovel wisdom for things they're choosing to do outside of football. And that's now mainly box each other. They have both signed heavyweight boxing exhibition contracts to fight on July 30th at Crypto.com Arena in Los Angeles. Uh, it's their first fight in the ring. This is an exhibition that will officially mark the start of their pro boxing debuts. But what is it with these athletes, these former football players and these former pros who decide to just think that they can box everybody? This is stupid. You're going to get hurt. Don't do this. It's dumb. I mean, Frank Gore, Frank Gore just did it. He fought NBA All-Star Deron Williams in an exhibition, you know, undercard of the Jake Ball, Tyrone Woodley uh, second fight. Um, and then Gore made his pro debut in May with a fourth-round knockout, so I guess he can fight. I didn't watch because I don't like to watch washed-up football players box each other. I think it's dumb. Uh, but that said, apparently there's a market for this stuff. I just wish they'd do it, man. Go, go enjoy retirement. Don't you have enough CTE? What do you need more for? Like, what, what do you need more of getting pounded in the head for? Like, doing it for 15 years in the NFL wasn't good enough for you? Now you decide you want to do something else? I, I, I just I don't understand it. I literally do not understand the desire for these former running backs and athletes to do this. So, anyway. All right, let's pivot here to the Atlanta Braves because they have now 20 games left uh, before the All-Star break. 20 games left. They are 10 games over 500 with 20 games left. So the only way that they would finish below 500 by the All-Star break was for them to go 5-15. and 15. That would put them at 500. 
Um, so they have to finish four and 16. Uh, and with seven against the Nationals and three against the Reds, uh, 10 of those 20 games are against teams below 500. 10 of them are against teams with above 500 records, starting with the Phillies um, tonight in Philadelphia. Charlie Morton's back on the mound. Let's see if he can continue this streak that he's on. Because if he can get back to being the guy that he's been in his last two starts, that's a huge lift for the Braves. But it's interesting because they are going to play a good team and a bad team, a good team and a bad team, and a good team and a bad team the rest of the way out. Philadelphia, Cincinnati, St. Louis, Washington, Mets, Washington. And, of course, all eyes on that Mets series starting on Monday, July 11th. Uh, and, and, again, that this is the – I think it's the longest homestand the Braves have all year long. It starts on July 4th, uh, and it goes all the way through July 13th. So it'll be uh, 10 games – I think they're in 11 days, three, four, yeah, you do 10 games in 10, 10 days. Yeah, it's all, it's all consecutive. So not a single day off. You know, and that's a stretch right there between St. Louis and the Mets where you really got to buckle down and start to win and start to recognize those teams as your chief competition as you get set for October. You just had a series with the Dodgers. It was fun and it was exciting and Freddie Freeman and all the other stuff, but it was a series that uh, you lost, and and that's problematic. And that's you know you don't want to lose those series against big teams. But there are keys to this team doing what they're supposed to be doing and getting into the All Star break at about twelve to thirteen games above five hundred. Tell you what that is here in just a moment. Just want to remind you guys that with the ever increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. Why endure the often pointless and seemingly intimidating questions? Oh, is, that, is that your Honda out there? Is that your, is that your Cadillac? Well, the person behind the counter is just you know clacking away in the computer, uh, choosing only their brand of parts that they carry in their warehouse. You have computers at home, and RockAuto.com is the place to go and keep cash in your pocket. You'll save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from the chain store or a car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourself customers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every single customer. Just go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so you know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliable oil prices, all the parts you'll ever need for your car at rockauto.com. So the Braves, when they start this series with Philadelphia, in Philadelphia tonight, and then to Cincinnati, uh, these first six games are sort of tone setters and table setters. You know, and the real question is, is are we going to have Ronald Acuna? No word yet on whether he's going to play tonight after that bone bruise, or at least the foul ball off of his foot. I think they probably will hold him out uh, maybe a game or two, maybe even sit in the whole series. Look, if he goes on the IL, um, that could be problematic. But it wouldn't surprise me, again, if they do it, uh, especially against Philadelphia Cincinnati. Despite the fact that Philadelphia is above 500, only three games behind you in the standings, it's probably more opportune to, to sit him down earlier and try to get him back by the time you return home on July 4th for the St. Louis Cardinals, give them an extra week off if they want to put them on the IL, um, seven-day IL, 10-day, whatever is set up retroactive, who knows, whatever they want to do. But nonetheless, um, give them the extra time off and make sure you can get back by the St. Louis series. 
Uh, if they want to just gut it out through the Philadelphia series and see what happens from there, I'm okay with that as well. But I think in general, you know, this is a, a careful way to play this because, yeah, this series against the Mets is what everybody's going to have their eyes on. They're going to treat that like a, everything it's supposed to be, a race of the two best teams in the NL East, one of whom is the defending World Series champion. And don't think for one second <laughs> that uh, that Truist Park won't be slammed on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday night in mid-July, because uh, it absolutely will be. So, yeah, it's, and it's going to be a lot of fun. But before you get to that, you got to take care of business early. And the easiest thing to do to keep yourself comfortable is go beat up on Philadelphia and certainly go beat up on Cincinnati. You haven't seen them since the first series of the year. They took two or three from you then. They're a better team than what their record shows. I, I think if you're objective about it, they are. They just dug themselves a three and 23 hole, whatever the hell it was to start the season. But you're still better than they are. And you still have better pitching than they do. Um, and so those first, these first six games are such tone setters for the rest of the first half here uh, in that big homestand they have against St. Louis, Washington, uh, and the Mets. And oh, by the way, if you really want to forecast down the road, um, for the Mets series, you would get Freed in game one, Strider in game two, and Morton for the day game in game three uh, at Truist Park. So again, forecasting a little bit farther down the road than we need to, but still worthwhile to do. Um, I'd love to see this team 12, possibly 15 games above 500 when it's all said. And they don't even have to, I mean, you know, they, they don't have to be great to get there. Um, they, they really just got to go 14 and six, which is good. Um, and that puts them, you know, right where they need to be as far as number of games over 500. So it's, uh, it, it's, it's very doable for them given the competition at the point, especially when 10 of those games are against the Nats and the Reds who are all below 500. Uh, and that's where they really got to take advantage. All right. That'll do it for us here on this Tuesday. Make sure you guys give me a follow on Twitter at Mark Zinno. You guys, Follow all the shows here on Locked On Sports Atlanta. Back tomorrow for a Wednesday edition. You guys have a great day. Don't take the crap from anybody. See you.